Hello and welcome to this edition of the National College podcast. My name is Jack Gallagher and I'm part of the marketing team here at the National College. Today, as part of Mental Health Awareness Week, I was speaking to Anna Bateman, who has over 27 years of education experience, including as an inner city primary teacher, local authority advisor and trainer, and has also served on three different governing bodies. She's the founder of Halcyon Education, an organisation driven by the opportunity to create a resilient environment in which pupils are empowered to grow academically and personally. Alana, thank you for taking the time to speak with me today. Could, could we begin by looking at your early days in education and where things began for you first off? Yeah, sure. So um, I started off my career um, in an inner city primary school, um, very large school, and um, thoroughly enjoyed being there. I was there for about 14 years. And in that time, I um, led the sort of the health agenda across um, all the school around kind of what was, I guess, the healthy schools. And then had the opportunity to join a team um, doing emotional literacy, a, a programme called PATHS, which was a, a, an evidence-based curriculum that was being run throughout uh, Birmingham City. And I had the opportunity to be part of that team and then actually ended up leading the team. Um, and I was very passionate about it, having um, lived with um, you know, my father, who's had significant mental health difficulties most of his life and continues to be very resilient, but cope with them. Um, I I sort of almost was immersed in into the the world of knowing kind of what mental health um, was like when there's difficulties and what that's like to live with and what's that lo- what that's like to to manage. So for me, just the, the sort of the blend of the education um, and being in school, which I absolutely love, and then being able to um, be supporting schools with mental health is kind of really just mashed together these and blended these uh, these two passions of mine. So I, I work predominantly now with primary and secondaries, um, looking at a whole school approach to mental health. Perfect, perfect. And sort of what specific, you touched on the work that you're doing there, in terms of more specific um, things that you've been doing um, yourself in housing and education in order to support school staff um, with sort of mental health um, concerns and pupils. Could you just maybe dip into that and, and maybe tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so I tend to take an approach that sometimes schools don't really kind of know what mental, you know, whole school approach to mental health is. So really what I try and do is describe that and, and look at what we've already got in place in schools. So looking at um, auditing, so, um, you know, where where are the strengths of the school and where might some of the gaps be? Um, some of the things that we know are part of prevention. So, you know, just ensuring that the, the uh, PSHE curriculum and assemblies and the language that gets out across the school is good, helpful, um, and is going to help children with their mental health. I also look at um, systems and processes. So how do we spot the signs of of children and young people who may be experiencing difficulty earlier? Because my experience has been with schools, we tend to wait for crisis and then do something. So, you know, how do we how do we intervene a bit earlier? And then also look at that whole school ethos. So, you know, is a school somewhere that that a child or or, um, staff member can actually say, I'm not okay and reach out for help and and certainly I've been doing a lot around staff well-being uh, just recently as you might imagine. Yeah and I suppose aside from the pandemic what, what other factors do you think have, have been impacting um, firstly staff and pupils mental health in over, over recent years would you say? Um, I think um, as with with anything that's sort of challenging to to stress really is this sense of feeling out of control and I think sometimes um, you know, when there's lots of changes um, at, at governmental level and expectations of um, attainment and progress, 
and then not being get, given the resources and the time to be able to do that and fulfill that role. And, and ultimately, my experience is a lot of teachers come into to the profession because they love to, to see children grow and learn. And actually, for a lot of teachers, they struggle that, that they're just not given the resource and the time to be able to do that as effectively as they would like. So I think certainly for, from a, from a um, staff well-being point of view, that's certainly the case. I think for children, young people as well, it's difficult, isn't it? There's, I mean, it's quite complex, I suppose. There's lots of reasons, I guess. Um, social media, isolation, you know, time spent indoors is is one of those that I think is unhelpful. And I do think there's a lot of pressure uh, within the school system for children to achieve without seeing them as a rounded individual. And I do think that that can sometimes lead to difficulties as well. And then, of course, we have the complexities that go along with with family life and, you know, um, and difficulties that can be sometimes, you know, quite complex for children and young people that they're having to navigate without the resources or the experience of of dealing with. So, um, you know, I think it's it's quite a complicated picture, not one that you can just easily just, you know, crystallise in, in one word, I guess. Yeah, that's it's difficult to surmise. Yeah, absolutely. I would, I would go along with that. And I suppose the pandemic has only heightened and, and sort of that focus and, and scrutiny on, on mental health, particularly for for young people growing up in a, you know, in an environment which is, you know, it's, it's new to adults, but for, for children it must be particularly difficult as well. Certainly, yes. Um, we've seen a lot of children and young people sort of um, perhaps developing mental health difficulties that weren't there uh, before um, and are as a result of the pandemic and actually once things then ease and you know we slowly start to get back to some level of normality we we start to see those difficulties ease as well so yes it's had quite a long-lasting effect for some but you know with the right support most children will just will come back and be resilient and it will almost be part of their history that they can talk about but but of course for some others there is just you know that additional support that's needed. Perfect and perfect and what sort of advice then moving forward would you look to give um, initial tips maybe for a school to support their their staff and children from from a mental health standpoint? Yeah so um, so sort of tips around um, mental health I mean certainly as I said really you know we're having spoken to CAMS colleagues and uh, lots of professionals this this feeling that you know people can say that I'm not okay that there isn't a stigma around that that is a massive um, element around mental health um, awareness and people feeling like they can reach out for help because the quicker that we can get help with mental health difficulties the better Um, and so things like assemblies are really powerful um, to be able to just give out you know messages about you know what this school what our environment is about you know in our school and who can you go to for help and here's some external organizations that will help you and um, and certainly for secondaries I think having some you know student ambassadors who who are also there to promote good well-being is is great and and my experience means that you know it helps to reduce the stigma um, when students are kind of part of the picture of how we promote good mental health um, and certainly for for primaries as well, that's the case. And and again, I, I, there's a direct link, isn't there, between staff well-being and student well-being and, and pupils. And I think, you know, when staff are, are mentally well and not as stressed, I mean, you know, we're never going to be able to remove the stress in, in the education. Um, you know, it is one of those jobs that's a relational job. But, you know, when staff are being treated 
uh, with respect and are being provided with opportunities to to reduce workload, um, then we start to see that impacting on the whole school. So there's some real, you know, I say, I say I don't mean quick wins, they're not easy to do, but they're very powerful uh, when done well. And the theme of this year's Mental Health Awareness Week is nature and, and, and how important this is to our, to our psychological state. I suppose particularly with, with the last with the last year getting out and, and having some time in the outdoors has, has been uh, tricky and difficult, but something that, you know, is a necessity where possible. Is, is that a statement that you would concur with? Yeah, very much so. Very much so. I mean, the, the research around um, getting outside um, and the benefits to it are, are wide ranging. So, you know, uh, it, it, um, and for some people, they find it easy, don't they? Some people absolutely love the outdoors and, and, and see that as a fundamental part of, of keeping mentally well and physically well that they're outside lots. And then for others, uh, it's not so. But I would say absolutely being outside and you know, being able to do things with each other um, is is going to be a, is a massive part of of maintaining good um, mental health and good well being. And you know, I think sometimes we forget that not everybody, you know, when they do need to talk, um, when they're feeling overwhelmed, that that sitting in a room, you know, with a with a table in a chair opposite someone isn't always the best way. And actually, getting outside and having a walk and a talk together. Um, for, for some people is um, beneficial as well so you know we mustn't forget the power of that. And you of course work with us to produce um, a wealth a breadth of mental health content is that something a role that you, you find rewarding and you enjoy because you know you are giving school leaders um, and staff and, and pupils and everyone in that whole school community um, that, that expertise that, that they need in, in these challenging times? Um, yeah, it really does actually. Um, at times, I find it quite hard to to take some complex um, mental health and and put it into a succinct way. I always find that challenging, but I, I, as you say, I quite enjoy that challenge. And yeah, it does absolutely give me a sense of of, of purpose and achievement for me to feel that that I can help others um, in that way and. And I remember my, my son sort of saying to me, you know, mom, why do you do these? You know, sometimes this can be really depressing. I said, well, no, because if it means that I can help somebody that perhaps, you know, hadn't thought of something before and now have because of something that I've suggested, then then that's great. You know, for me, that's very powerful. So, yeah, I do. I do actually really enjoy it. Wonderful. Wonderful. And would you say that the National College provides um, that impressive, that impressive breadth of content um, and, and support for, for school leaders to help their their staff and, and pupils with their mental well-being. Yeah, it's, it certainly does, and I, I think what's um, great is is those bite-sized chunks because in, in education it is just so pressured and busy, and so being able to have a guide that you can just literally just pick up and look at and go, okay, here's a couple of ideas. Okay, this is you know this is how we could tweak things here. Are very powerful, but then you've kind of got the the depth that the webinars and further training go into so that if you do want to dig deeper and you've got time to then um, have a look at those then that gives you that that breadth really so I, I really like the the way that the National College and, and the way that they offer uh, through different media and different ways uh, to support schools I think it's it's very good. Fantastic. Well, Anna, really, really appreciate your time today and really appreciate um, the, the level of detail that you've gone in there um, about Mental Health Awareness Week. That'll be, it'll be really beneficial to, to our members and, and schools as well. You're welcome. Thank you very much, Anna. Thank you.